Welcome to Prose and Context, a podcast about life-giving teaching by the English Department at Lexington Christian Academy. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Prose and Context. I'm your host, Molly McDougall, librarian at LCA. This week, we take some time to look in our own backyard to a place that is near and dear to my heart, the local library. I often say that libraries are the hub of any community, a place where one will find a variety of resources, as well as quality services and programming. And of course, it's all for free at no cost to library patrons. Any chance I get to connect a school community to a local library, I'll take it. I served in public libraries prior to working in a school community, and I want our LCA community to know of a great library in downtown Lexington, the Cary Memorial Library. I took some time to chat with Justin, a teen library staff member, about what is available to teens who walk in the doors of this great space. So sit back and enjoy my interview with Justin as we kick off our conversation talking about how Cary Memorial is celebrating National Library Week. I know that different Minutemen Library Network libraries in the Commonwealth area are celebrating in different ways. How is Cary Memorial celebrating? So we do a spirit week here for National Library Week. On Monday, we had a Cary Pride Day where we get to wear many of our wonderfully designed Cary Library t-shirts. They're designed in-house. Most of them are designed in-house by Mandy, who does all of our wonderful uh, posters that you can see. Um, There's fantastic ones from Brickmania that she's designed throughout the years. I really love the one from Transformer Spacers. The color is great, and on the back it says, keep calm and carry on. (laughs) I know it's a little cheesy, but I think it's so funny. Mm -hmm. On Tuesday, we do Red Sox Day to help celebrate the Red Sox home opener. A lot of us are Red Sox fans here. Mm -hmm. On Wednesdays, it was Top Hats and Tiaras, a.k.a. Hat Day. I didn't happen to have a Top Hat or a Tiara, so one of my wonderful colleague loaned me a tiara. It was great. Mm -hmm. On Thursday, we do Black and White and Read All Over, where we wear Black, White, uh, and red. So, you know, one of my colleagues was wearing a uh, very mini mouse inspired outfits, which I thought was absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. And on Friday is fandom day where we show our passion for pop culture. And I unfortunately forgot to wear the t-shirt that I promised I was going to wear. It's a mashup between uh, Sonic the Hedgehog and Tails <laughs> as Batman and Robin. So yeah, I can cover all as double the bases over there for my fandoms. I like it. And so is this a celebration within um, the library, like among your colleagues, or is this an invitation for the public to contribute to be part a, of? This is something that the library wears, uh, the library staff wears. And, you know, like when the teens ask, like, why are we wearing, why am I wearing a tiara today? It's a nice way to, to have a conversation about National Library Week with them. Okay, nice. So it's a conversation piece yeah. like to start getting to know them. Great. So if I was a teen walking into this particular department for the first time, what's something that I might see coming in? You might see anybody and everybody here. This Mm. place can be packed full of teens Mm -hmm. um, anytime after school. On a half day, it's absolutely wild. Um, You know, we have everything from people studying to playing games. I have a wonderful selection of board game and card games. Mm -hmm. Just, you know you know, after you've been at school for six plus hours and you just kind of like want to hang out, find a space to relax and hang out with your friends, you can do that. Um, there's places to study all over the, the library, including the teen space. And, you know, sometimes after you've been cramming or studying for SATs, you just need a breather. So sometimes they'll come down from the third 
explore a quiet space, take a look around and see what, where, which, which of my friends are around, what they're doing, and, you know, just chat and just like de-stress for a little bit. Yeah, and I like that you offer different um, spaces for that. So right outside the hallway right here, you've got different tables set up. Mm-hmm. And I frequently, when I come in, I see teens hanging out, doing homework. And then you've got a space in here where it's more, you know, collaboration and you offer different programs. Um, and I noticed when I first came in, there's a huge screen right when you enter. Um, and so what is that used for? That's used for everything. For Generally, it's used for advertising. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it'll flip through our Flickr account and show programs that we have on the horizon, things, things that we're offering. And we also show past events and past programs. You know, I take a lot of the pictures mm-hmm. and I'll do like a, a fun little collage to show like things that we actually offered and like everyone was having a great time. Yeah. And I know you also offer some gaming programs. We have some huge gamers at our school. Um, So what can you tell us about that? So we recently had a Dungeons and Dragons program. It Mm. was, and uh, I remember very early on this year, there was a freshman who was playing Dungeons and Dragons. So, you know, it was a nice way to say, oh, are you, would you ever be interested in like a Dungeons and Dragons program? Because, you know, we want to offer the programs that they're actually going to attend and that they mm-hmm. actually want to do. And he was like, yeah, this is totally my thing. I would really want to get better at it. And I would like some experience with that. So, you know, after some finagling, we got to hire somebody and it was turned out fantastic. I outro interviewed all the people who attended. And I was like, yes, I can't wait to have him again. It's like just, keep asking you about the next one. Yeah, it's a huge hit. And I know other libraries in the area have also offered that. Um, so that's great. It was well attended and people really loved it. So with that particular patron, that teen, um, having their voice in what you offer, do you have like a teen library board here? Like how do teens get involved in? Yeah, we have this thing called the Library Leadership Council. They meet twice twice a month on Mondays at five o'clock. Um, Michelle Teckler, our teen services manager, heads it, and it allows them to have a voice in how the, the space is used and what we might do in the future. So during April vacation week, we have the treasure hunt. Coming that up, they, yeah. That was entirely LLC's idea. Mm-hmm. And coming this uh, finals week, they have planned most of our de-stressing programs so who knows better how to de-stress than teens themselves? Mm-hmm. You know, it's the magic. We want to figure out what the magic is to have them de-stress. Why be- who better to decide than them? Mm-hmm. No, I love that. So they get to contribute in some way yeah. and then yeah. create that. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and so here we are in the middle of April. We are winding down on our school year. And I know a huge highlight of public libraries is summer reading program. So we're gearing up for that. Is there um, a timeline in which that begins for teens, and so and what that looks like here? So it'll start in the at the end of this after the end of the school year. As of right now, on every Tuesday, we'll have a craft, a unique craft that we do. So last year we did things between make your own galaxy in a cup. Um, we do crafts. But he's like DIY. Yeah, we do a lot yeah. of DIY stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I do some of those things throughout the throughout the year, but summer is when you really get to know your regular summer teens and mm-hmm. have crafts throughout the year for them, uh-huh. or once a week for them. Yeah. And so is there an official program that gets launched in terms of coming in, checking out books, um, keeping them reading throughout the summer? So we use a program called Beanstack. Anybody can sign up. Um, there's Then there's a bunch of badges we, we call and activities for them to track down and do. 
They, they vary from reading, writing, creating, exploring Lexington, exploring the world. And the great thing about this is you can do it anywhere you are in the world. You know, we're not saying you have to do every like if you're not in Lexington, you can still sign up for this program, log your your reading hours and do all and do all the activities. So like some of them are just like visit a, a library that is not Lexington. You can do that anywhere in the world kind of thing. So we try to create the the tasks and activities to be fun, but also accessible if you were not in Lexington the entire summer. Love that. That's great. And so there's no restriction in terms of how many books you're reading throughout the summer. You're doing it by hours. Yes. So teens can just log in. They just log their, their minutes uh, every day and they keep track. They can write reviews on the, the books that they like. It's like their own mini Goodreads, if you're familiar with that. you know. Like, yeah. And they, the great thing about the Beanstack is... As every year you do it, you can actually look and you keep the same same account, so you can look back and see what you what you were thinking at that time. That's awesome. That's great. And so that entire summer reading program begins at the end of June, maybe like when school is ending, and then goes through through August before the school year starts yeah, up again. Yeah, it ends before the school year. Awesome. So you were speaking a little bit earlier about um, all the books that you have available and that you really enjoy Reader's Advisory, giving suggested reading to teens. So what's your niche? What's your favorite thing to promote? Oh, well, I, I'm a huge, huge, huge comic book fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I really I really understand Marvel and DC. There's a few teens who ask me, like, okay, so what's the next reading order? You know, your suggestions are so great. You know, like, which, which Marvel events can I skip? Which ones are, like, oh, I don't really like this writer. So, you know, like curtailing your tastes to each teen, you know, figuring mm. out like what their niche is. And mm-hmm. that's a really relationship that you develop over time. And you figure like, Oh, this is the book. I, I know you're going to love it. Kind mm-hmm. of so it's, it's so rewarding to actually be like, have them come back and be like, I love this book and I can't wait to talk about it kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. And what's really cool too, is you can rely on your colleagues, you know, depending on like you are the comic, you know, anime manga go-to and yeah. maybe some of your other colleagues have their niche and so kind of collaborating. Yeah, so a lot of our colleagues are really into YA. Um, India uh, really loves fantasy, so she wrote our fantasy, our Game of Thrones read-alikes, that, which are all heavily fantasy-themed, and they all have, like, you know, that one comment that is just going to be like, this is going to get me to read this thing. So mm-hmm. what I really love about our specific Reader's Advisory Guides is even if the, those librarians are not here, you can actually flip through them and see, like, a brief thought about what they think about it and that should be like our hook you know like our hook for like why why should I read this yeah that's awesome that's great well I just want to thank you so much for your time and just for letting me come here and I'm a huge fan of this library I love this department and I think you guys have worked so hard to thank create you so it much. for being yeah so welcoming so inviting um and so my final question for you is um in thinking of this library and thinking of this space what would be your personal hope for any teen walking through these doors? I would, my personal hope already kind of exists, but we're, there's always room for improvement. I just want any teen to actually just come in and feel like this is my space and feel welcome the moment they come in here. Mm-hmm. And I think we do a pretty, very good job here. Yeah, you do. And, and we do that throughout the entire Cary Library, I would say. Yeah. But it's really special here in the teen space. Yeah. You are really dedicated, and everything that I have seen, your services, your programs, your resources, um, the amount of YA material in this room is mind-blowing. <laughs> so way to go for building your collection. I think that's great. And that's kind of the whole point. We really want 
um, our students to know that you're here, that you're available, and that there's a lot to take advantage of, not only during the academic school year, but um, as I said, we're gearing up for summer um, and to get involved in summer reading. Um, so thanks again for your time, Justin. Molly, thank you so much for having me. This is a lot of fun. All right. And we'll welcome our students here soon. I hope to see them soon, too. All right. My thanks to Justin for taking time out of his day to talk with us about all the teen department has to offer and ways that our students at LCA can get plugged into the local library. If you haven't already been to the Cary Memorial Library in downtown Lexington, do yourself a favor and go visit. I highly recommend it. Thanks everyone for listening and join us next week for a brand new episode. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Pros and Context, a podcast for life-giving teaching by the English Department at Lexington Christian Academy. Please subscribe to our podcast and come back again next week. And I know that.